Hello and welcome to the Little Red Bandwagon podcast. The LRB podcast is a safe place for TBTL listeners where we do a weekly podcast in two parts. Uh, the first part comes out on Monday. That's a recap of all of the TBTLs from the previous week. And the second part comes out on Saturday where we interview a 10 and get their favorite moment in TBTL history and play that for y'all. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm your host, Christy. And tonight, uh, for you, uh, this morning, I guess, because uh, you're getting this on Monday morning, we, for Christy's Corner, uh, there have been some requests to find out how Christy and I know each other, how Christy and Jeremy know each other, and how we've all met. Jeremy is our producer, of course. Um, we will visit the complaint department. Um, I have a couple things that that's, that's going to be my thing. Beefs with the listeners, beefs with Christy <laughs> and Jeremy. I kind of like that stuff. So, uh, we'll, we'll visit that and then we'll do our week in review, including the clip of the week, which this week was just the most obvious clip. Yeah, Even though I asked nameless. everyone, it seemed like most people were <laughs> yeah. into the clip that we're going to play tonight. And then at the end, I'll tell you how, how to get involved. And I'm sorry for my voice tonight. I'm starting to get a little sick, but, um, Christy, um, can you let the listeners in on our history together, how we know each other and such? I, well, we know each other because of TBTL. We hadn't ever met in person, really. I I um, hosted the wine tasting event that we had a few years ago, and you were there, but we didn't actually yeah, officially and, meet. And I misremembered that event, too, because I went across the street with Kate and Janie and Nick and a couple other people, and I swore you were there. No. But you yeah. weren't there. I had put the, put it together. So we had a lot of, you know, you have to have a banquet license for serving liquor in that kind of situation and cleaning it up and doing all of, all of that kind of stuff. So I, I didn't go, I didn't get the invite, which is awkward now that you're talking about it, that I wasn't cool <laughs> enough to go over. Um, so then we just started talking. I had another podcast I was listening to. You were, um, a guest on, a podcast called Taco Grande a few times with mm-hmm. another 10 Matt in Denver yeah. at the time. And um, we talked about that. And then you started the takedown podcast. And so we just became friends mostly. That was Facebook. about May of, that was about two years ago Yes, when we started takedown. So we just had contact about different things, mostly Facebook chats. And then we met for the first time in person last March, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh the Husky Spring game was going on. That's how I remember. Okay. Because I went to that spring game while I was up there. And um so we've just been friends ever since. And how we know Jeremy is I met him, I think we talked about it, I met him at uh the Mandarin Gate during a tens meetup and we've been dating ever since and we have a podcast called Nerd Out Loud and Jeremy just was really into podcasts. That's we kind of bonded over really liking it, but he didn't mm-hmm. really know how to produce it. So he just threw himself into it and learned as much as he could, went on Reddit, um, joined a bunch of message boards and just asked a bunch of questions. And now he's, um, he edits this one. He help, he helps with the takedown podcast. He does mm-hmm. all of ours. He, um, makes one for work called the Better World Radio, and everyone should listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll kind of wash you from the terribleness that we are in Mike's complaint department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very professional. He brings, he brings a lot of skills to bear for producing this show and others, but uh, I think he agonizes 
over his work podcast, and they're yeah. really interesting to listen to. What's the one that's just come out? This, the most recent is um, about buy nothing. This fake Facebook group um, community. I I went on takedown talking about the terrible things that people buy nothing, um, but this is about why it got started. Um, there's a really interesting story. I don't want to ruin it. The the Better World radios are very short, usually 10 to, I don't think they've ever gone more than 30 minutes. Um, and it's through his work. So they're- charity. We've already gone more than 30 minutes. <laughs> I <so>. know, right? <laughs> they uh, highlight a different charity every month. And so this is put out once a month. It's a lot like um, uh, This American Life told in different parts. So it's really good. Everyone should check it out. Um, so that's Jeremy. And then Mike and Jeremy started speaking. And now Jeremy is the third host on the Takedown podcast. They needed a good cleansing person to come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, Matt, Matt, uh, my Mexican friend is, uh, he's a very straight talker and he, he, he swears a lot. He can be a little bit, uh, a, a bit of a handful. And, you know, I'm really not a, a handler. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, professional handler and Jeremy handles people really well. So it allows me to just sit back and take my shots and, uh, and Jeremy does most of the heavy lifting on that show. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, complaint department is now open. Uh, I realized Christy after the last show, when we had Lauren on, um, you know, this, this thing was like you and Jeremy and quote unquote, several people were upset with my, my picture usage, my picture comment usage on Facebook. And you pointed out that when I went for feedback about whether or not I should continue to use picture comments, that I appealed to the listeners of the Little Red Bandwagon and those people already liked me. Mm -hmm. So they're my apologists. Yeah. Right. Right. So what occurred to me is I, I should seek out some people that are either neutral on me or don't like me. But the problem is there's nobody in that category. Everyone likes me. Right. So I don't know how we're going to, how I'm going to get that negative feedback other than you and Jeremy talking behind my back and then pouncing on me, uh, <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> and I don't even hate them. Most of the time I laugh. Well, this is getting interesting then, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. And so we'll say 80% of the time I laugh and 50% hmm. of that 80%, I'm laughing with you. Okay. And the, th the other 30% you're laughing at me. Right. Okay. Just a right. head shake. Oh, Mike. I'll take it. <laughs> Similar to an oh, Andrew. Okay. Well, I'll take it. And, and this is the last we'll bring it up unless somebody, unless I really get even more out of control. So, you know, we'll, well see. That could happen. What's really funny is I was going to have a um, listener beef with you, but then I just did, I just did my own thing that I shouldn't do where I, you've turned the little red bandwagon feed into an offshoot of takedown podcast feed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to, to uh, talk about that, but then I just did that with Jeremy's better world radio. So I can't, I've never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Luke with Luke who quit Facebook this week. And I think part of it was he realized it, you know, not that he was boring people with his feed, but his, he, he's not a real active Facebooker. And then your feed just kind of becomes like, hey, listen to this show. Hey, buy right. some tickets to that. Hey, you know, and then people are like, ugh, what does this guy want now? Right. You know, I already it's give like, him money. I think Get off my Facebook feed. He said something about um, 
when a humble brag becomes promoting and there's a fine line between those two, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because sometimes like when we'll put out a particularly good episode of takedown or what I think is a good episode, I, it's hard to resist the urge to say, no, really this one, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry about all that other crap. I tried to direct you to. (laughs) No, I know I say it every time, but really this one, this one's really good. Oh yeah. This one. Um, what else in the complaint department? Oh, the TBTL library. Um, I'm, I guess I don't fully grasp what's going on. Uh, there's a blog, there's a place to sign up to be 10 of the week. Um, which doesn't work if you're in Canada (laughs) or if your zip code isn't, isn't noticed or if it's a weird one off. So I'll just tell you that (sighs) Stu said, just don't put in a zip code. It's not actually required. So if you're having that issue. What what I was thinking was they're what they're trying to do. It's a noble effort. They're trying to bring all the interaction with the tens um, into one spot or just mm-hmm. a couple spots. You know the the Facebook page and this library. You know if only there were some content being created specifically for TVTL that people could access through that TVTL library. Something that almost every ten would certainly enjoy. Some audio content, maybe a podcast or something for them to put a link up to. But for the life of me, I can't think of one. No, Christy, can I you, can't think can of you one. think of such a podcast? No. Anyway, that was, that was what I was musing about this week. <clears throat> um, and you're still, you're, you're still standing your ground of not turning yourself in for 10 of the week. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Uh, 10 of the week at this point after they rested my blog for me after they're, they're, they're accusing like, as we speak tonight, they're accusing us of buying Andrew a bunch of Twitter followers. I mean, this is the level that, I mean, they, they're actively not listening to the show. And then when something strange happens to their show, we get accused. It just yeah. seems like we've got this little brother thing going. Shots are fired. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I think it's undignified to fire back. So all I will say is if, if I come across a TBTL related podcast, any sort of dedicated material that the fans would love to hear, I'm going to let those guys know that so they can stick it on their, their TBTL library. So, and fans, <laughs> be on the lookout for such material. Are you ready for the weekend review, Christy? I am. Are you? Let's do uh, this. Yeah, I enjoyed this week a lot. It was, it um, was great. Yeah, I, I, there was a lot of good stuff this week. Uh, Monday's show, 1847, the, a breakaway Republic of Tonalia. Um, it started out, the whole week started out with Luke telling a lie. Do you remember that? I remember it. And I love so much that Andrew called him out. Because <laughs> he could have just let it go. Like, okay, let's see, Swift, wait, I know that. But I'm just not going to do it. But he full on calls him out. And I just, i that's one of those where you just clap and laugh. Like, that's a good one. <laughs> Good job. Well, Andrew. If, it, if if Andrew hadn't pointed it out, I I hate to see what the Stens page would have hap, would have would have done. Oh yeah, that lie because I didn't true. know that. I think I knew. I think I'd heard it at some point that Taylor Swift was not available on Spotify, but you know, I didn't really file that information away. But clearly, Andrew did, and and you know, he called into question every story Luke tells now. I mean. That you yeah. got the boat situation, so you already know, yeah. you know. If he lies shady. about T Swift, what what else? <laughs> what, what else? What else? Maybe he's not in Port. Maybe Townsend. he didn't poop his pants at the Mariners game. I didn't. I no, wasn't there. Maybe I don't he know just peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's never been to a Mariners game. 
It all just no, comes into true. question. I, I, yeah. That's where I met him, so that's right. not true. <laughs> me too. Uh, me too. So. <laughs> right. Oh, that's something we have in common. Oh, I wasn't at the game you were at. I know, but we this both is, met I'm, him for the first time at Mariners right. games. Right, right. Mine was many, many, many years ago. I don't think I've been to a game with him in attendance since then. But but there's um, always this May. They yeah coming in a few weeks. A <laughs> the the guys were talking several times during the week about how they were trading places. How um, now that Genevieve's down in L.A., how Andrew goes out on the weekends and does stuff, and Luke is looking for more ways to you know crawl Stay back home. into bed and read read books about tying knots <laughs> and stuff. Um, and I think that is sort of an interesting thing that's going on. And what Andrew was talking about was, um, how when he first went down to LA and Genevieve wasn't there, he was living the recluse dream. He would go to work and then, you know, come home for the evening and for the weekend. And his time was all his and he could hide mm-hmm. and just do Andrew things. And it made me think that while maybe he wouldn't be good in prison, you know, because I had a great time in prison. I, I adapted really well. He probably couldn't do that, but I think he could do life as a fugitive because that was my life for nine months. Just not not working, but not just not being seen, not being recognized, just doing my things, which happened to be drugs. But, you know, he has his puttering. I had my drugs. I think Andrew would be a pretty good fugitive, but don't, please don't let him get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he definitely would be because he's very low key, um, probably forgettable in places, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like uh, people well, wouldn't probably wouldn't be able to describe him after he left. Yeah. That was what I, I strove to do was I would not go to the same like convenience store more than once a week. I wouldn't order food from the same place more than once a week. And I, I didn't want to be the guy who gave the big tip or the guy who gave no tip. Right. You know, it was all, everything had to be very considered to be right down the middle so that no one would ever remember a transaction with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Andrew could pull that off. Yeah. Should let him uh, know. What else? Uh, oh, speaking of Andrew going out, he talked about how he was playing Jukebox Hero at some bar mm-hmm. in LA. They were playing like, um, not nine inch nails, but nine inch nails ish. Like. Mm-hmm. Poorly executed. Okay. Um, I have mixed feelings about this. I don't go into these places anymore, but, um, I know that there are these wars over the jukeboxes. And is this something that, that you and Jeremy go out and do? Not really. Um, this whole thing is new to me where there's a jukebox that has every song ever and you can pay extra to, bump someone's song off this just seems like a terrible idea you get people that are passionate about their music they just paid money to listen to a specific song and add alcohol into it and the kind of bars that these are in you know they're a little bit um divey so you have drunk angry people that want to hear their songs getting bumped Mm -hmm. sounds like a a disaster and also Another warning sign is if someone's playing some very aggressive music, mm-hmm. chances are they're a pretty aggressive person. Yes. So be careful with that. You know, if you want to knock somebody's Loretta Lynn off, you know, that's one thing. But you, you knock dude's death metal off and he's going to look around and say, well, who's playing the Whitney Houston? I'm yeah. going to put my fist through <laughs> that guy's bearded lips. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but that song, didn't we almost have it all? I have a little story about that. Okay. Um, shortly after Emily and I got together, uh, while we were getting together, she was in this very involved, sort of painful breakup with another guy. And we didn't know each other very well yet. And, um, I was kept advising her to stay away from him, but you know, she like couldn't resist and mm-hmm. she would go over to his house and bring him some tennis balls that he forgot or, you know, some t-shirt yeah. or whatever. She would always find a way to go see him and, you know, got under my skin and I thought, well, this, you shouldn't do this. You're just poking the bear or whatever. And one night she, you know, we'd gifted some songs back and forth and she, sent me like, I don't, I forget whether it was a link or a copy of something, but she had pretended that she had gifted him that song and I lost it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Sending him that song, you know, why did you, and she let me go off for a while and then she's, I was kidding. Never did it. (laughs) And then you knew she had to be yours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She pulled a prank on me. Yeah. Pretty good one, but boy, I was mad, you know, because I didn't, I didn't want her like, you know, driving over by his house and, and, and dropping something off on his porch. I certainly yeah. didn't want her sending him, didn't we almost have it all? Right. Oh, no. Ugh. I'm glad she didn't do that. Uh, they talked about the Bruce Jenner, <clears throat> Diane Sawyer thing. Did you have any thoughts about that? Um, my only thought on it is why is Luke listening to Dory Monson? Uh, God, good question. Why would anybody listen to Dory Monson? I do a pretty good Dory, um, not an impression, but I do a pretty good Dory mimic. If I, if I hear Dory on the radio, I can mimic it, but Ugh. I just, I can't, like most of my impressions, I have to just have heard it like two seconds ago. Yeah. This guy, if you, if y'all don't know who Dory Monson is, he's a midday guy on KIRO FM News Talk in Seattle. And he is, uh, a rabble rousing conservative, one of these guys who he's like the Fox News um, of if, radio, right? If he doesn't have a story for the day, he he will like look up and see how much they spend on uh, cable television at the governor's mansion, or whether they were using two ply toilet paper, uh, mm-hmm. and scream about that for three hours. It's awful, uh, but you know, um, people hate listen to stuff. I know you 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 do hate watching and hate. Facebooking and stuff like that, Christy. Yeah, I can't hate listen or watch anything anymore, but I definitely, well, I gave it up for New Year's this year, Mike, a resolution of not hate Twittering anymore. (laughs) Um, and Uh (laughs) for the most part, I've stuck to it. I, I did do a little peeking on a hate on someone I hate and I felt terrible about them and myself for days. And so Mm -hmm. I, I'm back to, no, no hate looking, but yeah, I totally understand the desire to do that. Yeah. And to me also these days when you turn on the radio and there's actual content going on, to me, it's shocking. It shocks me into listening because when I turn on any radio, particularly AM radio in Austin, it's promo, stinger, station idea, ID, tag, intro, there's so little actual content. Mm-hmm. There's like 15 minutes of actual people talking about a topic per hour. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, it was terrible. And so the recap of that is Dory. And I don't think that he's the only one that believes this, but he's the one Luke heard say it first is that Bruce Jenner, um, is, has decided to go through a gender change. 
because he wants attention. Well, um, I think he had a little attention already, but um, what my thoughts on it, and this is actually coming from Emily. I've I've only watched parts of it. She watched the whole thing, and she just said that Diane Sawyer was the wrong person for this. She is she didn't seem to have done any research into what um, Jenner's going through, mm-hmm. and it was all anatomical questions yeah, and on her part. You know, which is like what a fifth insane. grader would ask, right? That's that's always what people go to first, and it's um, there was a so do you watch Orange is the New Black? They have a transgender mm-hmm. person on that show, and Katie Couric interviewed her and asked the first question: Do you still have a penis? And like that's rude. It's none of your business, and you're negating the person's everything, everything about them. So uh, yeah, those things make me mad. I didn't want to see it. I don't. Um, I don't want to hear people talking about it that don't. Yeah. yeah. I think Andrew and Luke did a very good job. They were nervous about talking about it because of the language. And I think just the fact that they were aware and nervous about it means that they're, they're doing okay. Well, and here, here's my thing with the whole, uh, transgender and, you know, all, all the different, the gay and all the different things that are going on. Um, sex is pretty gross. Um, <laughs> and it's gross when we have it. It's gross when gay people have it. It's gross when transgendered people have it. Sex is gross. Um, you, you, Emily's a lucky lady. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful act. It's a beautiful act. But, but if you're watching someone else do it, you, you have a very, you, a very definite idea of what, what is pleasurable for you to watch. And if it's not, then that's wrong, but that's not true. It's just not what you want to look at. Um, yeah, no, no one, no one wants to watch me have sex. And I, apparently Diane Sawyer doesn't want to watch Bruce Jenner have sex. (laughs) It's let's, let's just all agree. We don't want to watch each other have sex unless we do and just move on. you know, what you're doing is, is no grosser than what I'm doing. So we're all pretty gross. How about that? argument i think the billion dollar porn industry um begs to differ that no one likes to watch people having sex (laughs) oh no that you want to watch you want to watch uh people better looking than you have the kind of sex that you like to have right or that you wish you could have that's true okay okay (laughs) but if they turn the camera around those porn stars would be going no thanks yeah no thanks (laughs) (laughs) i don't need to see you clip clop um (laughs) We'll say we'll save this next bit for the uh, for the Game of Thrones recap. So Tuesday, oh, did you have anything else for for Monday? Was that the first mention of the flip flops? Yeah, that that was the first day when Luke brought up again. Um, people shouldn't wear flip flops and short and shorts. He he um, mm-hmm. talked about how he doesn't feel that people should wear shorts. Andrew didn't agree, well, but. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to step into that because I, I do wear shorts a lot. I don't wear yeah. flip flops except in the shower because to me flip flops are shower shoes. Okay. Um, I guess I guess growing up playing sports and then going to prison, um, having a pair of flip flops is necessary to keep your feet from falling off. <laughs> um, but but never really warm, never really warm around the cell or you know anywhere outside the the locker room. So, um. I'm not anti flip flops. In fact, if a, a girl has cute feet, damn girl, you got some cute feet. Mm-hmm. Show them off. I'm um, I'm more of the camp. Wear whatever you want to. Yeah, 
Yeah. Whenever, wherever. Yeah, just just don't be gross. Yeah. You know, we're gross enough when we have sex. Let's stop <laughs> being gross in our clothes. Uh, Tuesday, episode 1848, Hunting for Humble Brags. Uh, Rudy is getting fat. I, I wondered why we hadn't seen any pictures of her lately. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm she not, has that skinny picture on her Facebook page. I am really disappointed in Luke fat shaming Rudy. <laughs> it's enough. I'm enough pretty is sure enough. Rudy's never been ashamed of anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like they're saying um, Rudy's too fat to play Frisbee, too fat to walk to our food. I, I just don't like the fat shaming going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's our responsibility. One of my dogs is fat and, and we try, um, we cut her food with, um, with green beans. We try to limit her snacks, but when you have a dog that's obsessed with eating it, they find calories everywhere. They go out in the yard. She digs up grubs, you know, she eats lizards. She'll eat anything just to keep her calories going. And it's really hard to slim down a dog, but you know, they've got her pretty early and she's pretty active. So I think they can, they can do that. But here's the thing. Here's what it led to. The fat talk. Luke was feeling fat because he, he was staying up late and they, he got shipped a bunch of Sherry's berries and he wolfed some of those down and then he ate some ice cream and he was 195 and he was feeling fat. So what gave him hope that he wasn't that fat, though, was that when he suggested to ca- to Carrie that Rudy was getting fat, um, she said, was it she that, was it Carrie that compared the dog to some one fat of their, friend? Or, uh, yeah, one of the, he said, or she said, um, Rudy's turning fat like, insert blank, fat friend oh when which, andrew said you know just go ahead and say it yeah, go ahead i know you're it. thinking it <laughs> um and she said and luke said like me and she said no i don't think that that you're fat and that to him gave him license to eat more of his feelings right right to pack away some more pounds that night so the mm-hmm. next day they're having this show and he decides i don't know if he planned it or not but he decides to call carrie on her phone and confront her, not confront her, but ask her if she feels he's overweight. And what happened next is hilarious in our clip of the week. And Jeremy, please play that. Hi there, darling. Hey, um, we're, we're doing TBTL right now. I'm calling you essentially live on the show. I thought you were calling me because I just sent you a text that I thought you were like, what do, what do you want to talk about? Or like, confused well, or something. here's what I wanted to talk about with you. Do you remember when we were trying to... Um, I have Andrew Walsh here, by the way. I don't uh, know. Hi, hi, Carrie. Met? We've met. Uh, I, I stayed oh, yeah, at your I house heard, a while back. Um, oh, right, yeah. So I um, was talking about how I've been kind of... I've been slipping up. Like I don't know if you noticed this morning, but that tub of ice cream you bought... Uh, it's missing about a third of its contents because last night I decided to go for that after I went for some Sherry's berries, and mm. and and you know that I'm typically pretty um, I'm pretty good at staying off of the sweets like that's not really where I uh, where I go too crazy but I've just been like letting it all hang out and and I think part of it is because when we were trying to decide how chubby Rudy is, you mentioned in passing that Rudy was not me because. You don't consider me to be chubby at all, and you consider Rudy to be chubby. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, that happened yesterday. So right, 
course, I remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that like did you have any sense in that conversation that you were giving me permission to start eating badly because that was news to me that you don't think I'm chubby? No, that wasn't really me giving me permission to just go hog wild, but I was more trying to say to you, because I think both of you guys do this thing where you have a perception of yourselves being just these giant fatos, and you're both like, when people see you, they're always like, oh my gosh, you're not at all the way that, you know, you talk about yourself being on the show when they see you in person, because I think you go a little over overboard with that stuff. How would you describe my body type? A wonderland? <laughs> this feels like a trap. <laughs> Easy, Admiral like, Akbar. Well, I mean, how would you feel if I said for you to describe? How would you describe my body? Like, oh my god, he does it on the show all the time. I describe. I, I would be very happy to describe for you how I describe your body. Don't you think that puts somebody in an uncomfortable position no matter what? Yes, but I'm just curious. I guess here's the thing. I feel like we've never actually had a conversation about this. Do you think... So why not do it publicly? Yeah. yeah I mean, in, in as much as this is a, a public forum, do you think, like, where would you put me on the spectrum of, uh, obviously I'm not, uh, like, a skinny, but would you say that I'm pleasantly plump? How would you describe, like, if somebody was asking you Describe your husband's body type. How would you describe it? Be totally honest. I can. Did she just hang up? <laughs> that was that was a good answer. That I, I'm not sure if that was. You know, I'm gonna text her. Okay. Okay. I'm just say um, you hung up. But what is your answer? Maybe she can text you the answer, and we can come back to it. I think later. she's texting me right now. Okay. She now has basically an hour to come up with an answer and put it in writing. Wait, she wants us to call her back. She says, "Okay, sorry, I have to do this now. One, one quick second. One quick second." Hi. Hi there. I don't know what happened. Sorry. Uh, Were you trying to buy time to think of a diplomatic answer? (laughs) I was about to start answering, and then it like boop boop, and it. The call, okay, so what would your I, answer? I, what would your answer be? I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. In fact, if you give me an answer that's sort of not, if the answer is you could stand to lose a few, buddy, that's good. That will inspire me to get back on my grind. Okay, do you want the, my most honest answer? Yes. So I would describe you as a totally average sized person in terms of that stuff. Like I would never look at you and be like ever describe you as anything bigger than average. I okay. think I think this is now this is the part you might have to to brace yourself for a little bit. I think what the problem is is that you you have here's the thing. I think it's like if you gain like five pounds or ten pounds, your body doesn't hide it well. So like it shows it in your face <laughs> or it will kind of there's a lot of people, if they gain 5, 10, 20 pounds, it's kind of like you don't really even notice it. But I think you have a thing where it, it's kind of noticeable fairly quickly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to not sound like a giant a-hole. But, I mean, that's why I think you you probably have more of a heightened sense of, like, feeling that you are overweight when it's just kind of like you can sort of tell when you've gained 5 or 10 pounds. I think that's totally true. I suffer from uh, a condition called Irish no-chin 
And so I think I get like a double chin really fast because I don't have a good, strong, like manly jawline. And so I think if, I think five or ten pounds is a really, really big difference for me as opposed to some other people, like you said, that can you can wear it better. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's that would be my take on it, which I hope doesn't sound too jerkish. No, I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. Probably as your wife, I'm supposed to just say, "What do you mean? Where do you think Am I'm I at right now? In that, do I need to lose some weight? Am I okay? Are you okay with where I'm at right now?" Well, you are currently over your snore weight, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that one thing alone. I was 195 today, or maybe 194. Yeah, so I forget what the snore weight is, but you have been snoring regularly for a couple weeks now. Where it's weird. I'm telling you, it's, you hit that snore weight, and it's like you don't snore at all. Like you're below it. And as soon as you go over it, it's like every half hour, hour, I have to like tell you to roll over on your side because <laughs> you're snoring. All right. Well, I guess that is a that is an indicator that I need to not even so much for the looks department, but for the uh, marital harmony department. Maybe I need to get back on my grind. Well, I mean, that's up to you. As you, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. What? Uh, no, it's probably not a good thing to bring up. Oh, because there was a person I had dated in my former life before I met Luke that was wait a second a little a little you dated before we met. Oh, that you want to talk about on the show. That's that's really embarrassing. Is this the person that you refer to as the one who got away? (laughs) No, we used something like that was basically a free pass indicator for you that, like, you could get overweight. Well, right, because the story that you tell is you used to date date someone, and they put on a lot of weight during the relationship, and you said you kind of didn't really notice it. Hmm. But they also have a – I know this person, and they have a much more manly jawline than I do, so maybe they were just hiding it better. Yeah, so anyway, this has been a, a great conversation, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'm i a little bit sweaty and uncomfortable talking um, about this. Well, I appreciate your candor, and uh, I think you're totally right. I, my feelings aren't hurt by that at all. I will take average. I will take average to uh, slightly above average should get their shit together a little bit any day of the week. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right, bye guys. Bye, Carrie. See ya, Christy. I don't know about you, but the the uncomfortableness of that <laughs> call was the best comedy I've heard. They in a couldn't long have time. written it. They could not have written that. No, the timing on the hang up. <laughs> I mean, that is just that's masterful. Right. <laughs> the question was hanging in the air. Everyone was like, oh, "What's she gonna say? Is she mad?" Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Like, oh, is she mad? Is she uncomfortable? Because I know she doesn't really like to be on the show. So is that yeah. what she's do- saying? Like, stop calling me? Is, she- is he going to get an angry text message? And what I would have done if I were him is text her like, hey, is everything okay? But not Luke. He calls right back. <laughs> he did wait for her. Oh, she yeah. said, call me. But um, <laughs> And her response... um. Well, it seems like Luke has some insecurities about her ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. for sure, um, about how how good-looking he was. Mm-hmm. And he seemed really relieved that, that the ex-boyfriend was able to get pretty fat without her... Uh, without her... Breaking up with <laughs> noticings. <him. laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's still got some poundage to go. So it seemed like 
it all worked out for him, but mm-hmm. the tension of that call makes me think there was a conversation later yeah, about well, that. And my first number one issue is um, that Carrie is very thin, and I I personally think Luke is thin, and so skinny people calling each other average was really making me angry. There's no the the real world of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are not the average is not Luke and Carrie Burbank. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to we'll get to like. And, well, I'm going to get back to that issue on Wednesday's talk, but let's finish up uh, Tuesday's. A lot happened on Tuesday. They had, they started having the Facebook talk about the uh, humble brags about and it started with Andrew being, you know, a little bit upset about Facebook or um he he was having trouble with some of the people that were um facebooking about the Baltimore situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, but here's the thing, Andrew, he may get upset with some things that happen on Facebook, but he's on there, he's active, he's playful. He he gets it, he likes it. So it's not a bad place for him. And I think he's going to start to enjoy it more. I don't think Luke was enjoying himself. I don't think it was killing him, but it was just another thing that he checked. And, you know, it's pretty unsatisfying if you're not really putting a lot of content on Facebook to to go scroll through Facebook all the mm-hmm. time. Because you're not getting that feedback loop that he wants. You know, he wants the retweets. He wants the favorites. But he's not posting anything. So, you know, he's not really going to care if you favorite uh, his – live wire tickets, you know, post he's, he gets excited when someone retweets a joke or, or favorites a joke. And that's not, wasn't happening on Facebook for him. So in retrospect, I'm not surprised he's the one that quit where, I mean, I'm surprised when it happened because he didn't sound upset with it at all, but Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised that it was him. What did you think about that? I agree. I, I don't think that he, he's not, I, I talked about it before about the way that they, use Facebook or it's used on them, it's projected on them is is different. Um everything they post, it gets a comments and likes and um mm-hmm. criticism. And sometimes you just don't want to have that criticism in something that is is supposed to be fun and entertaining, right? So just like mm-hmm. I, I said it before when Andrew posted they posted the wedding selfie and the the reaction that happened with that and just the snowball yeah. effect that that happens to Luke every time he's on Facebook. So just imagine. Well, that. I, I think put- it made him gun shy to to put out real content. Oh yeah, because you get a lot of people uh who that don't know you commenting and making inside jokes about the show mm-hmm. when it's just something that you were hoping that your mom and Uncle Steve would see. You know, right. a nice picture of of Carrie and Rudy mm-hmm. and Addie. Or something, you right. know, let's, I mean, it's too late now, but I would, I would urge people to not comment on personal posts of people they don't know that well, but. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he could go in and lock it down and I think it would be a much yeah. more enjoyable experience for him. Hide mm-hmm. everybody's feed except for his close friends and family. That might be a better yeah. thing for him. I don't think this is yeah. the end for him. If he changes up how he uses it. Yeah, and there may be a chance that Infinite Guest would want him to do mm-hmm. it. Yep. It's now time for our recap of their recap of Game of Thrones. Their recap is called... 
Song of Ice and Spoilers. Okay. And ours is? Jones in for a Thrones in. We're Jones in for a Thrones <laughs> Um, Interesting episode this week, uh, especially the stuff that's going on in King's Landing. Um, the the new uh, the new princess is that what you call her? Queen. That smirking whore. Queen. She's the queen. Oh, yeah. and, and the other lady's the queen mother. Yeah. Hmm. Because okay. the well, kid, whatever the that little kid, is. took over for <laughs> yeah. the little asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you just know it's not going to end well for this kid. At I least he's getting laid a few times before. Yes, so yeah. Before whatever jumps off. Poor guy, you know, because I think the other dude died before he got laid, did he not? Oh, no, remember? Oh, he had That's whores. why we like, right. yeah, remember? That's why, uh, that's a better, that's a better king than the, at the wall. It's a better, better uh, right. to be there than Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, that girl, the smirking whore, as she's called, is laying some burns on, Cersei, and it it made me think when he called when she called her a smirking whore. It kind of got in my feelings a little bit because here's the thing about that. What is that lady's name? The 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 young woman, the the queen, Marjorie, the red haired woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. she 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 can't help it. Her mouth is shaped like that. So, <laughs> being someone myself whose mouth is a little crooked. I kind of always look like I'm smirking. Very often I am smirking, but you could accuse me of smirking all the time. You know, this this woman is just as God made her. She's beautiful. She just has that Drew Barrymore kind of crooked mouth. So let's take it a little easy, Cersei, on this on this lady. So you she's, think she wasn't she's the nicest being... piece of ass we got going on that yeah. show right now? So you think that she wasn't being mean? It's just how her face looks. Yeah, okay. right. She has resting smirk face. Okay, is is what I'm I'm getting at, but. Uh, uh, Sansa is coming back from the place she was to some other place where she used to be. <laughs> See, this is, this is the, this is, this is how I follow Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I us mean, following, I'm into it. Following this song. <laughs> See, they, they mess up the names and the places and then we do it even worse. Right. right. Which is fine with me. So. Is she married to Carcetti Finger at this point? What what's going no. on there? Are they yeah, just Yeah, that's what's dating? so weird is he was super creepy with her and he wants her, but then he's marrying her off to someone else that according to the books is an interesting twist. <laughs> that's what I took okay. from it. And for some reason Reek is going to get involved somehow he's going to like try to save her or save himself or something just i don't i don't see hero coming from him at this point i mean but who knows maybe maybe he'll rally he looks a bit shell-shocked as far as i'm concerned yeah that's when i went and got a snack so i don't i didn't even see reek is back that was news <laughs> to me <laughs> good of you to admit the, yeah. the last thing i want to talk about um jones and for thrones and was Arya's in there sweeping the floors she's not happy about it um but you know what is she 14 didn't we all have a shitty job when we were 14 yeah. shut the fuck up right sorry aiden shut the f up and and sweep the floors you're not going to learn everything today okay you know today we'll teach you to sweep the floors tomorrow you learn how to make the fries right let's, like mr miyagi not, style 
let's not get ahead of ourselves here. You're peeling well, potatoes tomorrow. And at least she has some adult supervision now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. She needs it. Because she's just a little murderous little, you know, ball <laughs> of energy. She needs to be directed. But yep. w- what kills me about um, that that dude and that mausoleum or whatever they're doing, um, that dude can clearly look like anyone he wants, anything he wants at any time, yet he chooses to look like that dude. <laughs> Why? Wouldn't you look like Tom right. Cruise and then morph into, you know, the old black woman who follows her into the village? But, you know, wouldn't your resting face be pretty handsome? You know, you would just go for something. I wish that he would look like the guy who was the dragon lady's um, husband because he was he was nice. He was nice to look at. <laughs> and yeah, we could bring that actor else. back. I mean, yeah. You know, like a soap opera. His twin brother shows up <laughs> looking all fine again. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to waste a physique like that in half a season. Right. Of Game of Thrones. That was a huge waste of time. Yes. And nobody's nobody's been taking anybody from behind lately. It seemed like the first couple seasons was, you know, game of sex from behind and we're just not yeah, getting that anymore. Yeah, we just don't get that. That's true. Yeah, this last episode was really disappointing from a perv standpoint. I'd <laughs> give it maybe one star. <laughs> All right. Um, what else we got here? I, I guess we're Wednesday? we're moving to Wednesday, eighteen forty nine. Ring of Fireball. Uh, <laughs> this is where it was revealed that Andrew's dad. Do you say loves or just likes Pitbull? Uh, I think loves. Really enjoys. Oh my God. Pitbull. How did he? Did they? Get it how he'd ever heard any Pitbull? I think one of his friends <laughs> showed him, like, played him the song. Mm. And probably just... That particular song is what hooked I guess him. so. Well, it made me think of a time in my life when when my mother, God rest her soul, she was in her probably late 50s, early 60s, and I went over to her house one day. Um, I used to go to her house maybe once every three or four weeks on a Sunday and she would make make food for me. She'd make um, lasagna, fried chicken, flank steak, stuff like that. And since I would only be coming over maybe once a month, she would like a lot of times make two things or make mm-hmm. three things. And every time I would come home from that, I would throw up because <laughs> she just made too much stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of the times that I went over there, she put on an album. And she said, I'm really into this guy now. And it was Bob Seger. And she made me listen. I mean, I already knew all the Bob. I knew Bob Seger's whole catalog because my brother was into it. And maybe that's where she got it. But but she too discovered an artist at a late age that I wasn't into. Um, but I, I guess I would listen to Bob Seger morning, day, and night instead of Pitbull. If she had been into Pitbull, I think I would have just taken the the – tapes of the CDs and just gotten rid thrown them in the disposal or just said you're dead to me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm no longer your son, you know. You stuck with me through the bank robbery. I am not sticking with you through <laughs> Pitbull. Pitbull. I just think it's funny when my mom recently started watching like for the first time the show Friends. And she just will send me text messages and just be like, "That Phoebe, am I right?" 
like <laughs> and we're like trying to talk about <laughs> Joey did the funniest thing, and I'm like, yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, my niece did that too. She got into friends like five years ago. Not yeah. my niece, but but my my nephew's wife, niece by marriage, and she just started facebooking about it and and it was kind of embarrassing yeah that's really funny uh yeah so yeah yeah those shows are pretty funny they are but nobody's with you right you know we're not <laughs> we're not watching it in the order you are at the time that you are like right. it's not a, it's no one knows what episode you think my picture comments don't land holy cow <laughs> tweet about a random friends episode and see where right. that gets you right um so uh, Luke expressed concern with Pitbull, thinking he's not going to last. And as I'm listening, Jeremy says, you have to pull up his net worth. You have to. And so mm -hmm. I do. And he's his net worth is $50 million. And he is currently the highest paid rapper. So we, I think he's going to be okay. I think Pitbull's going to land on his feet. Yeah. Um, what he reminds me of, what he looks like to me, or what he is to me, is like... If Vin Diesel didn't lift weights and had even less talent, that's Pitbull. <laughs> I like I like that Timber song. Mostly because they played it during the Super Bowl parade. And so it reminds me of like how excited mm -hmm. I was during that. And I gotcha. Sure. So it brings me back to that day. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I like Bittersweet Symphony just because it's Seahawks, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I have no idea if I'd like that song in the wild, but when it plays, I tear up because... Right. You know, when you've been at those NFC championships, you're like, oh, God, oh, God, it's so, so beautiful. It's been so long. Uh, um, so, that, of course, that led to the Bud Light discussion because Pitbull is spokesman ugh, for Bud Light. Of course he is. And they, the, Bud Light was in trouble because they had an ad that was about removing no from your vocabulary. And people were taking that as... You know, let's pour some Bud Light down some girl's throat and then take <laughs> advantage of her. It seemed like a stretch to me, but, you know, of course, in your advertising, you should err on the side of caution. But I don't think the people that drink Bud Light shouldn't be removing any words from their vocabulary. They need I think, to be adding some. Right, 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 right. Let's let them keep no in their vocabulary. Let's, 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 maybe they can crack a book. Maybe let's add a few words <laughs> while we're at it. Well, in... Luke saying that no one ever gets drunk from Bud Light. Um, he's obviously I could never. Not. There's no way. You've have you ever done drinking games with Bud Light? Uh, no, I've never done drinking games with light beer. No. Yeah, so that's what you. No. I have also I tried. Up. I would throw up. I get too full from drinking three point two beer right. to get drunk. So th then there's also this one hundred shots in one hundred minutes competition. Oh God! Oof. You would get wasted. Like 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 shot glasses of beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You take one shot per minute. Yeah. Sounds easy. I, I did something it's like not. that. When we were in college, um, have you ever heard of the Duchess Tavern? Yes. It's in the U District. Mm -hmm. Um, back in the day, they had, uh, dime beers. You would purchase a tray of 30 Dixie cups full of beer <clears throat> and you drink them however fast you wanted. But here's the problem. When you pick up a Dixie cup full of beer, mm -hmm. you feel like an idiot. So you drink yeah. it. And then you pick up another one and then you feel like an idiot for holding a Dixie cup of beer and you drink it. So you end up drinking way too fast. And yeah, shitty beer that fast. You can get drunk. But Bud Light? I don't know. I I don't think I would even drink a Bud Light. 
Even if I was thirsty. Just like Andrew said, it's a good summertime. Refreshing. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, drinking lemonade almost. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay. (laughs) Um, And and then a broader discussion. Taking no out of your vocabulary, you know, um, guys using alcohol to take advantage of women, stuff like that. It's... It's shameful. And what it is, is it's admitting that you have no game and that you can't read signals from a woman. If you've ever, if you're hearing a lot of no's when you're going for it with <laughs> ladies, it's because you don't know what you're doing. You, you're, you're not putting in any groundwork. You're just having to bud light and then lunging, you know, guys, put a little effort in, read the signals, react to the signals. If it's not there, there's nothing more unattractive than lunging at a woman who doesn't want to be lunged at and all her friends are going to be talking about you. So just take it easy, you know, go slow and steady guys. Let's, 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 let's take it easy on plying women with the alcohol. They, they'll do it. You give them time, they'll get drunk. Don't even worry about it. <clears throat> just makes you look bad. The last thing from Wednesday they were talking about celebrity doppelgangers because Varys, the only character I seem to know the name of mm-hmm. on Game <laughs> of Thrones, looks like an older, balder Luke. And I can see it. You know, it's not bad. And that guy, that guy, he may be larger, but they're dressing him to look fatter than he is. You know, mm-hmm. he's just kind of a heavy guy, but they got him dressed like, uh, like a Buddha or something. So. I don't think it's the worst person to be compared to. Like, Christy, has anyone ever told you you look like a celebrity and or celebrities? When I was younger, it was uh, DJ Tanner, Candace Cameron. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, and when I was really but, young, um, Drew Barrymore and E.T. Because I was blonde, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, you? I, I've gone through... Uh, well, I'm, I'm in my second phase at first when I was a young guy, young, skinny, tall fella, uh, I looked a little bit like Anthony Edwards. Okay. Um, as, as I've gotten older, this, I've gotten a lot of, uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, um, totally. Probably, probably the slightly chunkier Ricky Gervais, not the full fat Ricky Gervais from back in his like radio days, but mm-hmm. kind of the intermediate Ricky Gervais. and. Where I'm headed, unfortunately, and you won't know who this is unless you look him up right now. Mm-hmm. And he's he died recently. But where I'm heading in my advancing years, I think, is toward Bino Cook territory. I'm looking at um, that now. He he is he was a uh, veteran college football commentator uh, on ESPN, and I just feel like I could I could sprout a few more jowls. My glasses are going to get thicker. You know, I'm headed there. So, really, you uh, think Jeremy, so? if you want to throw up a picture of Bino Cook, that uh probably be pretty accurate of, of where old Clip Clop's heading. And nobody's going to want to watch Bino Cook having sex. I don't think anybody ever had sex with Bino Cook. So. <laughs> Would have been too gross. Um, Thursday? Oh, I also wanted episode- to say that I oh, you think... Found I did, but I think Luke looks more like Robert Crowley from Downton Abbey. That's what I have to say about that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. 
I like that character too. Mm-hmm. He's an interesting guy. Except for so when he's I'm, cheating I'll be on his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I thought he looked like uh, Lord Grantham. Yeah, that's the same. Okay. Okay. You call him Lord Crowley? That's one of his titles? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lord Grantham, I can really see that. Um, mm-hmm. And then when when the dog died on Downton Abbey, I was very concerned about Rudy because I thought, oh, you know, what What if Luke's dog died? I don't know. I get I get way sadder about dogs dying on television shows yeah. than, than people. Mm-hmm. The Red Wedding would have been way worse for me if, if like a kitten a had gotten pound. stomped or yeah. something. <laughs> not the kitten oh my god um did, have you found Bino cook by the way i did i don't no, i don't do see think? it i don't see it but well I, i'm gonna work on it you want to you want to oh fuck you. i'm sorry hell yeah <laughs> okay uh thursday 1850 ain't no follow back girl um this this is where um the Twitter discussion started, uh, what's the name? Melissa Joan Hart. She was at, what was her show? You got to catch me up on all that. Cause I, I don't know anything about Melissa Joan Hart or her shows. I think I was in, in prison where mm, there's no way that anybody was ever going to be allowed to watch Sabrina, that. Sabrina, the teenage witch and Calissa explains it all. Were her. Oh, so shows. she had big roles in a couple of major mm-hmm. hits. And was she a kid at the time? Yeah, she was a teenager. Okay. So now she's, what, in her 30s, mm-hmm. and she's she's on Twitter, and she's doing the Tay Diggs thing where she's trying to, or who even knows if she's trying to, but but she's collecting followers by following people? Is that? Mm-hmm. I guess so. What I didn't like is that uh, it seemed that Luke was a little jealous that that Andrew got followed by this celebrity and went yeah. out to try to find out the reason. Cause it couldn't just be Andrew as Andrew. It had to be a different reason. <laughs> right. Uh, he seems legitimately upset that um, Luke seems legitimately upset. He's not more popular on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He does. He is putting more time into it. He's doing a lot more content and he wants to get to 10,000 Twitter followers. Um, Here's the thing. I'm at about uh, 900 Twitter followers. Luke is about like 9,750 Twitter mm-hmm. followers. He's close. So he has about 10 times more followers than me. 10 times. And I I feel like Luke is, I mean, he's definitely more famous than me. He is funnier than me. But folks, 10 times funnier? 10 times? <laughs> I don't think so. But he also has a lot of shows. Maybe twice, maybe three times funnier. What's that? He has a lot of fans and a lot of shows, a lot of balls in the air where it leads to getting Twitter followers. Right, it does, it does. But can you tell me that his content on Twitter is measurably better than mine? Is it ten times better than mine? No, but I, I. So if he if he's begging to get to ten thousand, I'm begging to get to a thousand. So folks, if you have Twitter. Go on there and follow me. This is the only time I'll ever ask you to do it. I just want to get to a thousand. And I just don't want Luke to be more than 10 times more popular than me on Twitter. It hurts my feelings. Okay. Now I'm going to look up how many followers I have. Okay. And while you're doing that, let me mention something. Um, Andrew sent out a tweet. 
sometime before we recorded. Apparently, he has uh, he went from twenty six hundred followers on Twitter to somewhere over fourteen thousand mm-hmm. uh, today, mm-hmm. and he was blaming us for this. And 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 to me, yeah. I mean, blaming. Yeah, I can I mean, read his. You tweet looked up that- and. He did. Yeah, please read his tweet. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't care for the tone. So, uh, who's the prankster who bought me 14,000 fake Twitter followers at our LRB podcast? I know you are in on this somehow. See, that's unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, just accept that your, your hot dog stories and you sitting in the boat with your purse in your lap, all those have started landing with a wider audience. Just assume that you're brilliant yeah. and, and your, your followers have Jokes come to you. Funny. I mean, why, yeah, why, why does this have to turn into a thing where we did something? No, I, I, I mean, I if we were going to buy back. followers, wouldn't we buy you some? Right. And uh, so I responded back and said, they look real to me. Congrats on, congrats on the followers. Oh, that was you? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Jeremy, but yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats, he dude. It. I mean, but rejoice. You know, you, you're, you're doing great. So we don't deserve any credit or blame for what's going on with you, Andrew. You know, we love you and everyone's, everyone's uh, figuring out what a great guy you are. I'm sure on Monday, Luke's going to try to get to the bottom of it though, because you can't have more than him. Oh yeah. That took him over Luke. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Cause I was thinking about the Madeline Brand thing. Cause she had like just 2,800 followers right. or something. And he had 24, 26, and he just wanted to pass her. And he he did that, and then he passed Luke. <laughs> wow. Well, if we can get him verified, I mean, that's one thing that I would, you know, step out of the woodwork for. I'd step out and, and vouch for him. You know, this 38-time felon feels that Andrew deserves to be verified. Oh, definitely. Let's work on that campaign. Yeah. I mean, he has, he has 14,000 followers. Shouldn't he be verified at this point? Yes, I mean, definitely. Come on. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, a great phrase came out of Thursday's show, Fogging the Mirror. Uh, FoggingTheMirror.com is uh, Vive's, um soon-to-be website, I guess. Trying to Is that where they figure out if celebrities are still alive, if they're still fogging the mirror? I don't know what they're going to do on that site. I thought that it was, if you can fog a mirror, you can have a podcast. Oh, well, clearly. <laughs> clearly, but... I'm feeling so shitty tonight. I, I, I doubt I could even fog a mirror Aww. at this point. Um, yeah, because it's better than the old the old go to. Uh, does he have a pulse? Well, is he fogging fogging a mirror? You know, I I like that. And then they were talking about how on um, grapes of rad, Andrew got cat roll. We talked about it a little bit last week, mm-hmm. but that episode actually came out, and uh, Bobby Pape got him again. He got him on grapes of rad. Great setup by Aaron Mason. Um, and what was great was how hard Veeves and Nick were laughing <laughs> at Andrew. And Andrew was super mad. In fact, uh, Earmuffs Aiden, he called Pape a Boston motherfucker on that show <laughs> right after he got cat rolled. And, and that's our Easter egg tonight. So listen to the end. You'll get Pape's cat roll on Grapes of Rad in case you haven't had time to listen to it this week. And even if you had, it's worth a re-listen. I put the headphones on Emily and she was laughing and laughing at yeah, that. I knew it was going to happen. Especially how much Vive seemed to enjoy it. Yeah. And it was still so funny. Yeah, me too. Me too. I knew it was happening. And 
Um, but you, you knew when you were listening to that part of the show, you, you were like, they are so deep in this show because it's like an hour and 15 mm-hmm. minutes in, hour, 25 minutes in. And you're like, they're so deep in the show. It's not even – there's no shadow of a thought yeah. that he's ever going to get cat rolled here. And I didn't know and that's, that's when, when it was going to be either. I knew it yeah. just happened. You were listening to the whole show? I was listening to the whole show. And then I, I was like, yeah, it's getting pretty late. I thought that the cat rolled and maybe it's at the end. And even when he's, you know, we'll play it. So um, the setup, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that that's when it was going to happen. He did it. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. So Bobby, terrific job. Mm-hmm. That was an actual prank. This Twitter thing, just lay off us. We didn't do it. So um, what else on, uh, on Thursday? The bear puncher story was on Thursday. <laughs> what did you think of that? I want to meet Carl Moore. That's all. I mean, his line of the person that can take me down has not been born and his mom is already dead. That's brilliant. Is it brilliant? I can't, I can't puzzle it through. It's brilliant what does it mean? in a terrible way. And then when other people were interviewed and they said, ah, we're not surprised that Carl punched a bear. <laughs> he, reminds me of the guy that luke took the picture of on the ferry that he probably goes out in public and is very look at me and pretty crazy and i really want to meet this guy what that phrase put me in mind of um i went to college with this kid he was uh uh, i think he was korean and uh his name was chan bay and he was a good student and a good guy and and a, and a good athlete I played football with him and he just he had a hard time trash talking cuz english was a second language to him but he wanted to trash talk he was full of trash talk and one of his go-tos that confused me as much as um what the bear puncher said uh was he would say when he was mad he would tell you and aiden earmuffs next time you f- Next time you suck your mother's dick, take a picture. <laughs> and that would stop any conversation because everyone would just stop down and go, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> suck my mama's dick, take a picture. No, I can't do any of that. I don't see any situation or scenario where that could even happen. So um, he he well he was trying to he was trying to talk trash and but he ended up just defusing the situation with humor because he he didn't know how to do it mm-hmm. so um yeah like bear puncher he said that phrase and and I thought about it for a while and I don't I just don't get it I don't get it I'll to, I'll explain it to you there's sure. no one that can that can step to him basically <laughs> right 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 and if he's, the, and he's if there was going to be a plan of someone being born in the world that could actually take Carl Moore down. The mom already died. So it's impossible. <laughs> it's double impossible. <laughs> I still don't get it. Um, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, uh, this is cheap trick, which, you know, hurtful personally to me. I'm a fan. Um, grew up with it. Just love cheap trick. And Andrew, if you, Keep talking trash about that. And oh. hey, I know if you're watching a video of those guys, you're looking at an album cover or something. Yeah, you can have a field day. Freaks. Those guys yeah. are freaks. But I like the music. So Andrew, knock it off. Oh, what he, um, I was like, 
yelling at the radio. We were driving around and I was yelling at, he means cheap trick. Luke is right. Luke is right. I was getting right. so frustrated with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was the, uh, it was a Elvis cover, right? Yes. Yeah. Don't be cruel. Yeah. 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 It was a big hit for them. Probably, probably the biggest hit they had. Yeah. You know, just because it but was a cover of a popular song. He's right though, is that that kind of swingy type Brian Seltzer person music coming out of Cheap Trick doesn't sit well with your brain. It, no. it doesn't right. come right. out. And that's why it was such a big hit for them too. And that nothing right. did well Right, because their songs were, yeah, it was like um, pop arena rock type right. stuff. and then, hair band stuff. Yeah, there's tight little cover and there's mm-hmm. a different thing. Um, they, they talked about a cougar encounter. What would they do if they encountered a cougar in the wild? And one of my favorite lines of the week was when uh, Andrew, his plan was to try to climb up a tree to get away from the <laughs> cougar. And uh, Luke said he would bet on the cougar in the tree climbing contest. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I have to agree. Yeah. Us, us big fellas. Um, no, maybe you want to like go try to get in the car or something. Right. Maybe the tree option isn't the best. Yeah. We're not made to, we, we're not made to climb trees. No, he is the cougar. Yes. Yeah. Right. He's made he to climb trees. To stick into it. Right. But, I have car keys. That's where I'm going. So would you rather encounter a cougar or a bear? That was one of, that was their question they asked. Hmm. Oh boy. Uh, probably a cougar Oh, because I don't think cougars kill people. Okay. I think you might have a little skirmish with them, but I think a cougar would run away. If you had a run in with a bear, I think he, the bear might finish you. Okay. What about you? Well, instinctively I say a bear and that's, that could be because, uh, of like Disney movies, bears, are, like it feels like I could <laughs> sure. reason with it. Uh huh, and it might be cute and just like break out a guitar and sing a song. Um, it mm-hmm. it seems more people like, whereas like cougars are just crazy. I mean, cats are nuts. Just a, a typical yeah. house cat. You feed that thing and pet it and love it and care for it, and it will scratch your face off. Mm-hmm. So a cougar that's wild. I don't know. Okay, I'll say I'll say a bear with no kids. Um, a lazy bear yeah. with no kids. <laughs> yeah, full. You don't belly. want to run into a bear with kids. Yeah, exactly. Full belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. I if I worked at the zoo, every animal would be fat as hell because <laughs> I'm. I don't want to get attacked. Right. <laughs> they would. I'd walk around just throwing steaks everywhere. Like no, here, yeah, eat that. Eat this. Leave me the hell alone. Um. Let's see. What do we got else uh, here for Thursday? They they had an OPP segment, Other People's Problems, where they lifted this off Facebook. Someone came for advice because their ex was still friends with a lot of their friends was was making comments mm-hmm. all over. And everyone, everyone just kept going, you need to send a direct message to your friends and have them unfriend that person. Um, I think everyone was trying to be supportive, but I don't know if that's the answer. I mean, yeah, well, isn't, and initially, isn't there a more delicate way to back out of, of these type of situations without turning it into a, a friend war? Well, I commented initially, not re because it was kind of a long post, and I just said, 
um, yes, I've had to do a similar thing thinking that she said, can I, or he, she said, can I unfriend, can I unfriend the ex? But she said, can I ask my friends to unfriend him? And mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. what well, my um backup to that is real friends will already unfriend them. And you can you can only be responsible for yourself and your own well-being so block them yeah. because facebook has a great function in the blocking and i called it earlier uh you can int- eternal sunshine mind out of them out of your life and it mm-hmm. it works like this if um say you're you're friends with my ex and you put up a post and it says there's 10 comments if my ex had written one of those and I go in, I can only read nine of them. They just do not exist. I can't, I can't search for them. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They can't see me. I can't see them. And it's perfect. Yeah. Do that. You yeah, can't it even. It seems they, like a better, better way around it without being an asshole, you know, because maybe they like, maybe they like your ex. Maybe they're friends. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the, I mean, cause I can compartmentalize. I can be friends with both people who broke up as long as they're not dragging me into it. Mm -hmm. And if that means that one person is blocking my comments, his comments, their comments, you know, just everyone do enough blocking of comments to where no one gets hurt. I think if you just have a cool head, you can manage through it. Can't you? Yeah. And if you block someone, you won't even know if that friend's talking to them. Right. Yeah. Um, but my favorite kind of throwaway clip is from this conversation, and I want Jeremy to play it right now. Okay, there's me and there's Genevieve. Something horrible goes on in our relationship, and we split up. Oh, God, now I'm just depressed. I don't feel like doing the rest of the show. But let's just say that that happens, and we have a bunch of mutual friends. Now, I personally block Genevieve. I choose Genevieve. God, oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. Yeah, Luke Luke creeps on her sometimes. Um <laughs> Occasionally, he'll make a very inappropriate comment about how she's cheating on Andrew with him, and and he takes it well. But boy, it's is all the anger going somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> he's certainly overchicked. Let's just say that he's outkicked his coverage by a mile. <laughs> and everyone found that out last week by listening to that Grapes of Rad podcast. What what a lot of us already knew. She is a delight. Um. She she revels in 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 Andrew's uh, missteps and misfortunes. <laughs> That's one of the reasons she helped us with the cat roll. Um, she's, she's amazing, she's great. Yeah, and and uh, I don't know, I don't know if she'll. Everyone like whenever they hear somebody good on the on the radio or on a podcast, ah, oh, she needs her own podcast. But um, I don't think she wants it. I mean, she doesn't even listen to TBTL or get involved. Mm-hmm. I think she's friends with those grapes or ad guys and just feels comfortable doing that. But I wouldn't look for a podcast coming from Genevieve anytime soon. She's great. And I wish we and could have always- her on here, but she's not going to have a favorite clip because she doesn't listen to TBTL. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and again, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, um, that she's my women crush of every day. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure she made everyone after Grapes of Rad. She's everybody's crush now. Yeah, yeah, we all love Thieves. Mm-hmm. Friday, 1851, the road to senility. Uh, the Amy Schumer clip at the top was great. The <laughs> the human beatbox guy and mm-hmm. I had just been I I had just been working on a joke in my mind about 
about beatboxing that day. I never, I never sent it out, but, um, just white guys beatboxing. I find it hilarious. And, uh, and so that be, that, I hope that, that intro comes back. Um, Luke's in, uh, Las Vegas right now for the fight, which I just saw, uh, Mayweather wins by unanimous decision over Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was like, a little bit concerned that he wasn't going to have a good time because it's so crowded and, you know, for big moments like this. But I can tell you, I've been to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl many times and it's great. The more people, the better. And if you can't get to a gambling table, that's another $200 you won't lose. So don't worry about that. Just enjoy the crowd. And, and like, if you're down there for an event like this, you need to go downtown because there, there are drink vendors on the streets. So you don't even have to go into the casinos to get a drink. And there's just so many people walking around having such a good time. Have you ever been to uh, downtown mm-hmm. Las Vegas? That's the only place I like to go. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's where you have a lot of interaction. It's not touristy. It's, it's gambling and it's drinking and it's fun. So yeah, the that's, tables that's are, have lower minimums. Right. And get on a, a like, I mean, sure. I'm sure this weekend it went up to $10 minimums, but, I'm sure. um, but if you were, if you were uh, on the strip, probably $50 minimums and you know, who wants to get involved with that? You have one, five, five bad minutes and you've lost all your right. money. As a whole, I just hate Vegas because I don't really like being around drunk people. I don't like gambling. Um, I don't drink really myself. And so all of it is like the worst place on earth. I can dig that. I, I, I like it once a year. Just because my brother enjoys himself so much, he walks around like a muppet that has a Heineken sewn to each hand. <laughs> it's um, yeah, with friends, it's really it's, fun. If you all yeah, like the same spectacle. stuff, yeah. What I didn't understand is, I don't think that Luke should have made Carrie go to this. I mean, when he was talking mm-hmm. about a hundred and what was it, one hundred fifty dollars to sit in a room that has a TV there, and they don't even get to they don't even get to sit. They have to stand. Standing room only in a room for $150. I was annoyed. Yeah, I think that's sort of par for the course for this thing. I mean, this weekend, he could have gotten another... Uh, with uh, with the money that they spent this weekend, they could have gotten another boat. <laughs> How many wooden boats can one man have? <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, for, for a fight like this, just getting in a room in Las Vegas with the game up, I'm sorry, with the the matchup on a big screen is actually pretty good. You know, you you can get you can get swept up in it and it's it's pretty good because like if you spent like two thousand dollars on a ticket to the fight, you're way up high and you're not gonna be able to really follow it or know what's going on. Um I would much rather be in a closed circuit room where the fight is being shown on a big screen and I can see and I can hear the announcers. Mm-hmm. Um, and still be able to spill out onto the street after the fight's over and, and watch all the Filipino guys fight with the black guys. Cause that's what, that's what the big fights are all about is the fights afterwards. Well, as you said that it was, that it was won by a decision. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mayweather by unanimous decision. So it went the distance and, you know, and it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that if it went the distance that Mayweather was probably going to win because he doesn't. He doesn't get knocked out and he is a busy fighter and he makes points. He doesn't really hurt anybody, but that this is the kind of fight that he wins routinely. Well, and a thing like this is when boxing is similar to like um ice skating where judges get to decide mm-hmm. 
yeah, I've yet to see whether there's a controversy or not. And, you know, they'll probably play it on the cable channels in a couple of weeks and get a chance to see it. But <clears throat> um, my sister and my brother-in-law go to a lot of these fights. They didn't go to this one. But uh, I was going to lay some money down, try to get some long odds on Pacquiao. But they weren't there, so I didn't lose the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, we gotta we gotta speed through the rest of this. Howold.net was introduced mm-hmm. on Friday, where you throw up a picture of yourself and it tells you how old, um, how old the internet thinks you are. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one, I threw up a picture of uh Jeremy's daughter throwing the bird mm-hmm. up. Um, she's four, and she's in this picture throwing the bird up, and the picture said that she was twenty nine. The <laughs> That's about right. So she was 29. That's about right. <laughs> Which is um, pretty funny because I had one that said I looked 24. So she's right. older than me. Well, what's funny about about you two is is like she's Jeremy's daughter, not yours, mm-hmm. yet you guys look alike. Do you get that all the time? All the time. Um, people say it so much that – and. I, my boss was saying it in kind of a weird, kind of creepy way the other day. And so I told him that what I had done is hung out at a playground until there was a kid that looked like me and then tried to date the dad. Sure. Sure. You didn't, you didn't want to pass one through the old love canal. So you just. No, no one's got time for that. Yeah. No one's got time for that. You might get hooked on pills. I got to help you out of that. You know. Yeah. But I'm sure. That if we hung out with her mom all together, her mom would not be very happy that I get that all no. the time. Yeah. 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 She doesn't much look like her mom. Um, they, they brought up a study about, um, Spotify and they said that, uh, age 33 is the average age when people stop listening to new music. And I think that's pretty accurate. I, I mean, agree. like, of course, of course. I mean, I'm much older than that and I still listen to new music, but nothing like when I was in my twenties, when you're twenties, you're just so open to everything. And you, you figured out enough about the world to know what music sucks and, right. and what's good and you can make some choices. But yeah, as you get older, then yeah, your, your music library gets full and you just, um, you wouldn't have time to listen to all the music you've already bought. So you're just kind of out of the market for new music. It has to kind of find you. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that? I, I completely agree. Yeah. And that, that was why, like when my mom busted out the Bob Seger, <laughs> I, I didn't want to discourage her, you know, because mm-hmm. she's trying new things. So, <laughs> like, all right. Really? Bob Seger, huh? All right. Okay. That's a choice. Bob Seger. That's a choice. Yeah. 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 That, I, I tell Emily that all the time. Like, when someone really disagrees with what you're doing, they say things like, that's one way to go. <laughs> there you go. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good for you. Yeah. Um, Veeves doesn't like to take jazz age showers, <laughs> which means I guess she doesn't like Andrew putting on some jazz while she gets in the shower and is powerless to change it. Because, yeah, you're really stuck, you know, 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes, whatever it is. If something that sucks is playing, it's, it ruins your shower. Yeah, when Luke was playing that, I was actually getting a little ragey. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a little old fashioned, and what it reminded me of was like I don't know if Bill Radke was the one who brought that to marketplace. Uh, that song that that Luke was playing, but Bill loves that kind of stuff. Like when he used to do Rewind and these other shows, he used a lot of that kind of um, old jazz age 
stuff. So I think that's kind of where, where that comes out of. But, um, the, the last, uh, thing that happened on Friday, it didn't happen on the show was somebody threw out the first song of the summer nominee on mm-hmm. Facebook. And I gotta say, um, as an administrator, it's hard not to delete those posts. Cause I hate Song of the Summer. And then maybe it's cause I'm over 33. But I don't know. I've always hated Song of the Summer. We did a parody of it on Takedown. I know there are others out there that feel the same way I do, but I don't think it's going to stop because I think a lot of people like to talk about music and they like to tell people what music they're listening to. So our, our, um, what does Luke call it? Our show off demons. Right. Come out. Okay. When it's song of the summertime and we want people to know how cool we are and what music we listen to, regardless of whether it's like, I mean, it's sometimes it's like a funeral dirge or something. You're like, you know, this is like song of the summer, right? Like barbecue song, but people, they want you to know, well, this is the best death metal song that's come out in the last 10 years. I get you, but that's not what this is. So let's try to keep it breezy. If we're going to do this, uh, anything else for the week, Christy? I don't think so. Think it was oh, you had a note that uh, the infinite guest photos are terrible, and yes, they are. They're I'm, terrible. They're they, mismatched. And they but... finally, uh, they finally addressed it because we've. Oh, they did. Yeah, they, this week when uh, Luke used their infinite guest photo to find out how old they are, and Andrew just said, mm. "Wait a minute, were we in the same room when this happened? Is my head really that big in comparison to yours?" Were we separate? Like, I don't understand what's happening with those photos. And we've all thought that. I mean, there's been yeah. comments about it, but I mean, we all knew it. as soon as it came out, it was like, okay, what's with the proportions? <laughs> Why? Andrew's head is like 50% bigger. I mean, it's huge. I'm looking at it right now. And like he said, is the top of his head isn't even in the frame. It's just really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. I was running a lot of pictures of Andrew through that thing today and posting them on the Stens page. And that program wouldn't recognize any of them <laughs> as faces. That program so, is fun, but it's pretty terrible. I I have a friend that's that's a man and he got he it said he was a woman. And he has a beard. I didn't know it like that's the sex the, up there. Yeah, oh yeah. If you look at it, that. it does a little uh male and female sign. Oh. And he has a beard. So that's even weirder. What are they comparing this to? Hmm. Hey, we saw a woman with a beard today driving in her car. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Austin Austin is a lot of fun. If you if you want to just speculate on the on whether someone's a man or a woman, Austin's the place for you. Okay. You just it's a lot of fun. You just see people go down the street and go, hmm. You know, don't know, but God bless them. They're having ugly sex. So are we. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's it for the week, I guess. Uh, how to get involved with the show. The website is littleredbandwagon.com. Uh, there is a form there to fill out if you want to be on the show. Um, we have a very special guest coming this week, uh, which Christy will tell you about before she signs off. She's so good at signing off. She's going to talk about it then. Uh, Facebook. Sten's page or our little red bandwagon page. You can follow me or Christy, Christy Wise, um, Mike Frizzell. Follow us on, on Facebook, personal Twitters at Drew McFrizz, D R E W M C F R I Z Z at Kissy Eyes, K I S S I E Y E S. 
Show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com if you have any comments um, or, you know, uh, if you want to sharpshoot us. So the voicemail, um, DJ said I say it too fast, so I'll slow down. 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. On the Takedown Podcast this week, it's going to be a repeat because I'm feeling under the weather and our guest bagged on us and Matt's busy. So we're going to be putting up a very special episode. And this is one that I think y'all can get into. I've, I've sent it to various people over the year, over the last couple of years and everyone enjoys it. It's telling, it's uh telling childhood stories with Andrew Walsh. We go round Robin telling awful childhood stories on ourselves. And it is Andrew in his most relaxed and funny and original content mode. He's not telling hot dog stories here, people. He's He's really, really engaged and funny. So we'll be posting that up, and um, that's also available on the 10710 page as you're hearing this. And what's going on on Nerd Out Loud this week, Christy? Um, this week we've also had guests um, bag out on us. Um, so it will either be Craig from the Eureka podcast um, or have a couple friends that are doing Tinder, and we want to talk to them about what Tinder is like for single ladies in their 20s. Yeah, we did a show uh, probably about seven or eight months ago with Kate Bergstrom mm-hmm. from dateswithkate.com and another woman who was doing Tinder. And it's really interesting. There, It's a it's a freak show out there. But it's pretty Freaks terrible. are freaking. No one's backing off. Everyone's putting the pedal to the metal and meeting each other on that thing. So yeah. They send me screen... How it came about is they'll send me screenshots of the most terrible and I'm like, and then I said okay we, you guys need to come on to talk about this yeah um, so everybody remember to listen to the end uh, there's an easter egg the cat roll on grapes of rad and other than that that's all I have tonight Christy um, don't forget to get your tickets for TVTL night at the Mariners Thursday May 28th come out and meet the Mike Frizzell use the promo code TVTL and you can, you get a TVTL t-shirt and next week, we are going to have the new TVTL fill-in host, everyone's favorite, Phyllis Fletcher, for next Except Saturday. for that one guy. That one guy doesn't like her. <laughs> well, fuck that guy. We don't like him. <laughs> and so <laughs> she'll be on for next Saturday. All right. But until next time, this is the next party. And I love you, Jen. Let me take you back. There's Reddit, mm-hmm. and Reddit has subreddits, mm-hmm. and one of them is Gone Wild, which is basically girls posting nude pictures of themselves. But there's Gone Wild audio. Audio porn is more than just moaning. So I did my research. Oh, I'll bet you mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> well, I'm certainly curious now, as I'm sure many We're listeners' all, curiosity. Yeah. I mean, speak. let's all be honest. We're all going to go check this <laughs> yeah. out, right? All right. You want to hear a clip? Oh, no, really? It's not great quality. I want this to be a storytelling one. But I pulled something. I'll bet you did. (laughs) That's that's pretty good. Can we hear high fives on the radio tonight? Oh, Oh, man. You just made made a bunch of of 
nerd super happy. <laughs> this your idea? Did uh, you do this yourself? You have Robert Pape to thank you for this. Uh, Robert oh, Pape, of course. <laughs> you Boston. He motherfucker. heard that you were going to be on the show. And, uh, he was like, I hear you're having Andrew on. We mentioned it. See, there's this thing we do on Andrew's show. Let me ask you this. Is any of the porn real? Like, <laughs> it's all a setup for the Game of Thrones cats. Can I tell you, Aaron warned God, me that he was going to do that before you guys got here. And I was still so confused just then. It already left my brain that you were going to do that. Do you I know- mean, do we even have to explain? I mean, is there like... I think the people who need nope, to get it. the people who need to get it, get it. But All I do right. want to explain to people who don't that uh, it's something that happens on Andrew's show where he is tricked into uh, listen, ambushed, would you say, right, into yeah. listening to this clip? It's because, yeah, it's, it, it went from being on the podcast to IRL, basically. People are always trying to figure out ways to surprise me by presenting um, the Game of Thrones song they sung call, by cats. They call cats. it cat rolling. They yeah. call it cat rolling. One time, the worst one, and Genevieve was complicit in this. Again, get, Robert Pape. I get in. Really? I think Robert he's the one who sent it. Yeah, I'm sure it was. One day I get in my car, like groggy, early morning. I used to get in my car at 6 o'clock. I turn on my car. This is like Goodfellas shit. I turn (laughs) on my car, and the radio is already on and just starts immediately blasting. (laughs) Meow, 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 meow. They like got a CD, found Genevieve's address through some way, got the CD to Genevieve, said probably the fewer questions you ask, the better. And she just... she uh, she put it in I my car. I stuck it in the CD player before I came in one night. Now you know you know I'm Team Andrew. Yeah, but the opportunity sounded too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not no. a, I'm not even a prankster. Well, the, the reason why this is actually especially effective is this really has. It's really gone by the wayside for a while. You know okay. what I mean? It's when you let your your guard, your guard down. down. Like I've been exactly. like I haven't been that, cat rolled a, in, in a weeks, good, pretty yeah, good cat or roll. months. So yeah, that's pretty good. What's up, tens? <laughs> I'm doing a little dance because I feel like I earned it. All right, nailed it.